welcome to New Drum City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is my partner in crime, Joshua. Gangsta time, Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called gangsta time. What's good, everybody listening? Uh, excuse me, I'm trying to adjust this camera. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Edgelord, big news. Brian is with us in spirit. He can be here today. That one's for you, Brian. Uh, I heard pray tell that he's trying to get back into the singularity at some point. I guess that's what he's trying to do, burrow his way back in. But, um, yeah, that's why he's off. <laughs> but uh, it's just us. Uh, we're back. Surprise for a little bit of a monthly sewed. Uh, you know, we're doing our monthly coverages of World Trigger, Boruto, Dragon Ball Super. Uh, mm-hmm. Should be a fun time. So uh, let's get right into it. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I guess also if you're uh, in New York on Tuesday night, I'll be at the Grayson doing comedy. Uh, I have a stand-up set there. It should be fun. Oh, shit. Come on by if you want. Come on by. We'll share a beer or something. At the Grayson? At the Grayson on First Avenue, I think. I've never been. But His name's not Robin. It's at the Grayson. Yeah, Dick Grayson owns then operates that bar. Uh, (laughs) So come on by. Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday night. I think it's at 8. So come by. Bye. That'll be Tuesday the 19th, I think it is. So, you know the deal. Come on by. Come see me. Uh, I don't know how many times I'll be I'll be doing shows. So, if you're curious, I'll be there. <laughs> um, Josh, where can they find you, my friend? They can find me on Instagram at jdcole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. Like I said earlier. <laughs> and, um... On Twitter, you can find me at NYChillin with an E-N, not an I-N-G. Oh. Um, yeah. Follow me. Uh, you can follow Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Find him on uh, Twitch.tv slash It's Punchline for streaming. He streams video games. Uh, and he's a, he's a very fun young man to listen play video games with. Uh, you can email the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Wait, did I say that weird? Email the show at NewJumpCityPod at gmail.com. Hey, we, we, we both fucking up right Bro, now. Bro, I am... I'm not, hey, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. NewJumpCityPod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, we got a, we're answering a question today from uh, our boy. The only fan in correspondence with us right now, uh, Sketchy Mike. So, uh, you know, if you guys have any fun questions you want to ask us, uh, shoot us a line. We got you. Uh, if you don't want to do the email, you can comment under any of the videos that we post, whether it's the uh, full-length uh, version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you every week. Uh, you can also subscribe to us there. Please subscribe to us on YouTube and give us a like, give us a share. That would be super awesome of y'all. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you prefer audio podcasts, usually the audio version of the pod goes up first. So, you know, it'll be a fun time. If you guys uh, can't get enough of us, you want to get us sooner, get us on uh, iTunes, Spotify. Leave us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, help us out. The robots need to find us so we can be boosted on the algorithm uh, on, your, on, on everybody's pages, you know. Uh, and I think that's it for the plugs. I think that's it. Uh, Without further ado, let's get into the show. 
proper. The world becomes my gun. World trigger. Spoiler alerts. Oh, I didn't do the spoiler alerts. Spoiler alerts ahead for World Trigger and also everything else we're talking about. Everything else. Every we're we're spilling You've the beans. Been... We're spilling the beans. <laughs> this is World Trigger chapter uh 221. Uh the first of the two new chapters uh that we that we got this month. Uh last we left off, uh, everybody got their grades for the uh special assignment which was basically uh tasking all of these squads with the uh, question of uh, why were the rank wars basically held the way they were with uh, not one-on-one between teams, but like two or with three or four teams at any given point in time. And uh, a lot of people got varying degrees of answers. Uh, There were, you know, an assortment of people who got pretty good score on that question. Uh, Osamu being one of them, Katora being another, uh, and and so on. Uh, last we left off with Katora's squad, actually, is uh, they were trying to figure out what exactly they were missing in terms of the special assignment because they thought they they got pretty high marks, but they were like, well, obviously something's off because we didn't, you know, get the perfect grade. So what is it that we were missing? And they decided to call Azuma, who is basically the town sage. Uh, he's the oldest uh, in this exams and he has the most experience in border being that he was a former a rank. Uh, I think it was right. a rank number one at one point too. Azuma, definitely. He was definitely the top sniper at one point. No, I think he was in the top squad. He was the captain of the, his like of the best squad in border at a time. Oh shit! That was like a big twist. Yeah, I didn't know he was a captain. I knew he was probably a part of the top squad, definitely as a sniper. No, I did not know he was a former captain of an A rank. Yeah, I think he was like A rank number one captain, but uh, I I could be uh, wrong about that. I remember that being like a big little like mini twist that they threw in there that Azuma is like a big fucking deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so they they ask him for help. Uh, Katora calls him in particular. Um, and, uh, you know, she's like, Hey, could you explain to me what, uh, how you would have responded to the, to the assignment? Because first of all, they're also surprised that they didn't let Azuma tackle this. Um, but yeah, Azuma's like, well, I would have said the same thing you said, Katora. Uh, (laughs) yeah, he's got like a phone. (laughs) Oh, chill. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Yeah. He says, uh, pretty good, man. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I would have added this and that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and in so many words that um, he, Azuma basically says that he added that if the goal was stable strategies and that and uh, that laid to uh, identical tactics, then you know what would happen if you find out uh, you come across something that you've never seen before uh, in in the neighborhood. You know, so the best the part of this was also to get a variety of triggers to be used uh, that you're not necessarily familiar with or will have seen if it was mm-hmm. like strictly one-on-one, you know? Uh, so basically, you know, getting a, getting a skill set, being diverse in problem solving with uh, weapons that you've never seen before, um, all that stuff. And um, She's like, Katora's like, oh, you're right. I should have put that down. And Ozma's like, hey, relax, buddy. You know, 
you got it mostly right. I wouldn't have said anything really different from you. I only added one extra thing. Um, so, and one interesting thing that they said is that, like, Katora was like, oh, I was just thinking about, like, the word count and, you know, like, trying to give a good, satisfactory answer. Yeah. Um, so she worked backwards from the character limit. And um, that's really, that's deep in a way. You know what I mean? Like, thinking about things that you don't, like really think I mean, about that's, that's tactical in, in its in its own sense you know mm-hmm. um the way she went about it and i think that's kind of the point Ozzy was making or what board is trying to do in the first place to get a bunch of different types of people that think you know differently that that all you know all think critically but in their own unique way mm-hmm. and that way you could figure out a lot of different you know results and solutions uh, you gotta love it yeah you gotta love it. yeah um so yeah, that's basically it. Uh, they they kind of hang up there. Um, oh no, actually, she actually asked them about Nino Mia's squad, um, and uh, they're like, "Wait, you weren't in charge with of of the squad's special assignment?" It's like, "Nah, uh, Nino Mia had Emma do it." Uh, and Azuma basically is like, "I think Nino Mia picked the student the the teammates that he did because he's just trying to train the younger agents." And I'm like, whoa, like a big bro. Honestly, big bro, Nino. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's hey, that's just you know, it's just like another side of Nino Mia. He's been this cold motherfucker this whole time, and he's like, let me take these youngins under my wing. <laughs> you know, right? Let me guide the youths. Yeah, <laughs> yo, good for him, man. I like him a little bit more now. And you know what? What else is great? He's not wearing a suit to do it. <laughs> sure, sure he's, isn't. He's got this nice shirt on with like a sushi with sushi on it. That's the picture on his. Um, but that's about it. Uh yeah, that sure is. It looks like is that shrimp? No, I can't tell. Maybe eel. It looks like sushi, some sort. I don't know what. what well, kind no, of sushi. yeah, I was trying to figure out what kind of sushi yeah. was, but that definitely is sushi. That's a nice catch. I did not notice that. Yeah, I I, I really like the designs of the shirt. They're just like. Random things. I think like Azuma's shirt is some sort of fruit. But anyway, yeah, pomegranate. Yeah, that's <laughs> the fr- pomegranate on his shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I like what Nino Mia said to um. I I, I don't want to say this for thoughts. I like what Nino Mia said to um to Ima. He said, "No sense grumbling about it. Accept the results and plan for next time." Mm-hmm. That's what's so awesome about these tests and these drills and situations is you know you can't plan you can't know exactly what's out there but mm. what you can do is train yourself to be malleable train yeah. your mind to be malleable in order to you know think quick on your feet and like i said earlier figure out more solutions or be able to suss out have the ability to even think creatively to 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 create more situations for success for yourself yeah i like that man that's that's what that's also what Nino Mia is saying. It's like it's like uh um, keep talking. I just gotta plug up my thing. Daisuke? It's like what Daisuki's trying to I'm sorry? No, keep talking. I'm just gonna plug in my computer. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. It, it's like Daisuki's gospel. You know what I mean? What he's with, like he's been preaching this shit for like four chapters and like two months. Yeah. <laughs> and uh I I like that because I, I think it's really important that he's saying that. It's like it, that gives credence to what I believe as far as uh, 
I, I believe, you know, human beings are at their best when they work together. And I think we evolve to work together. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they hang up together. And then um, Azuma just like looks at Emma, who's struggling, and uh, remembers Katora, who's also like, you know, trying to find answers. And uh, Azuma says something interesting. I, and uh, maybe it's a translation thing, but it's interesting how he words this. Because I think like what he says here is that like, I'm not only here to watch over them, am I? And I think like there's something interesting about that because I, I feel like Azuma has been doing kind of that the entire time we've seen him is just kind of like looking over people like his teammates, for example, like the younger people where he's kind of like a care caretaker and not so much of a mentor, so to speak. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there's a special reason that Azuma's in B rank right now as opposed to his former A rank. And I've, uh, I know it has something to do with like developing younger talents to a degree. Mm, this is making me want to reread World Trigger again because I feel like his demotion is linked to um, Chica's sister or brother, older brother or older sister. I forget. The brother. sniper? No, no. Her older brother was. Just a, a guy who stole triggers and ran to the neighbor world. I think. Because I think, like, he, he. I think he was part of something. Like, the sniper that you're referring to is Nino Mia's firm, former teammate. Ah. I see. Which is why he has such a grudge. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting that he has Chico on his team. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We already established that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why he also picked Azuma. You know, like a like a teacher's assistant in a way. You know, right? With all these other snipers with him, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. Anyway, at Kakizaki's squad, uh, Taichi is kind of like freaking out about, you know, the the fight the uh, special exam because we find out in a flashback that uh, he was tasked with uh, coming up with the with the special assignment. Uh, and uh, he's like, eh, you, got, you guys are probably thinking I should do the special assignment because I'm getting my ass kicked in the battle sims. He's like, aren't you a huge gamer? And he's like, no, I mean, you know, he's he's like me. He's like, I mean, I fuck around. I play, I play <laughs> Madden mostly, but that's about it. <laughs> I don't like games that make me think too hard. <laughs> you know, I'm very much that. I'm not a puzzle guy. When a puzzle shows up in a video game, I'm like, man, fuck oh, you, shit, dude. Man. <laughs> I love the puzzles, though. Man, puzzles piss me off. <laughs> you like Zelda, though. Hmm? You like Zelda, though. Not really. I've never played Zelda for a lot. Ooh, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's got a lot of puzzles. I know. They're not intense, though. <laughs> I don't like puzzles. <laughs> If you can enjoy and understand World Trigger, you could figure out a fucking Zelda puzzle. I could, but I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> it's not a matter of ability. So I don't want Fair to. Enough. I'd rather the only puzzle I care about is deconstructing defenses on Madden, <laughs> picking apart sure. defenses, and right, also right. offenses. Especially when you know they tackle people forward. Yeah. 
You've seen it. Oh my god, I'm so glad I finally have someone who witnessed it. This shit is so dumb. <laughs> it was just straight I'm up. I'm gonna redact that you tackled him forward. <laughs> no, I, when I say the amount of times that like I've tackled someone into the end zone, we'll, we'll pass that first down. You're like, yeah. I just want to throw my control directly through my television. <laughs> it's uh, frustrating, but that's where Tai Chi's at right now. <laughs> um. You know, he's not feeling great because he feels bad because uh, he didn't do well on the uh, special exam. And uh, now the entire team seems to be, uh, well, not the entire team, uh, basically Kage and uh, Inukai are basically arguing about it because uh, Kage is is like, Kagura is just like, you, you're the one who fucking pushed him into this. Maybe he didn't want to do it. Why did you make him do it? And he's like, well, it wasn't my fucking intent, you know? I was just speaking my mind for the good of the squad. Um, we can't make decision, big decisions based on emotions and gut feelings. Or maybe that's how you run shit in Kageura's squad. Ooh, Ooh boy. He's fixing. He said, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, Kakizaki pulls them aside, basically. Uh, for for a second, I, I was like, he this, he looks, you probably don't remember this character, but he looks like Susumin. Who's on Sua Squad? The one with the eyes closed all the time. Yes. For a second, he I looked know what like you're him. talking about. He looks just like him. Yeah. yeah for just, a second. But his eyes open. Yeah. No. When his eyes open, I was like, "Oh, it's Kakizaki." <laughs> um. Um. Yeah. The other guy looks like Brock. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Kakizaki pulls Inukai aside and is like, "Hey, man, uh, don't don't rile up Kage. You usually get around, get along with so much uh, with pretty much everybody." And uh, something very interesting happens. Again, uh, Inukai talks about how, like, well, a while back, Kage told me that, like, my face creeps him out because my because it never matches what I'm feeling on the inside. So, you know, I, whenever I'm around him, I try to speak my mind more and hold nothing back. Uh, because remember, Kage's side effect is that he can, like, kind of sense people's negative emotions towards him. Uh, so... And and when he feels that, it kind of hurts him physically. Like it's like um, a little prickly sensation, as he describes it. Um, so, yeah, Inukai's like, well, I'm so you know, I'm just trying to let it all out, you know, be more on, honest around him. And you know, we couldn't even hold a conversation back in the day. So this is actually the best our relationship has ever been. Uh, you know, I constantly forget that Kageyara has that um that that side effect. That side effect. Well, it's been years since like he's brought it up. Technically, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> it's been a long. Time. I am blown away. I, it has literally been years. Yeah, man. I mean, I own every World Trigger volume, and I need to read it, man. I have so much manga, dude. <laughs> I have so much manga that I have to reread. I really want to reread My Hero and uh, and World Trigger and Jujutsu Kaisen. I even have Chainsaw Man. Basically, my bookshelf is the Hall of Fame. You know, like I don't have much space here, but the if I own your volumes, you're you're my manga Hall of Fame, basically. Um, Respect. But anyway, uh, the the chapter kind of ends with uh, Kakizaki also being like, "Well, it wasn't that, you know." I like, oh oh, uh, Inukai remarks that like uh, Kakizaki probably picked us for the battle phase, so you know. Kage and I will will do will do right by you there. We're not going to let our complications get in the way of what this is. Um, and uh, 
Kagizaki's like, well, that's not why I brought you here exactly. You know, there's another reason I picked you and Kage for my squad. And I'm like, oh, Kakizaki scheming. You're right. Uh, meanwhile, in Mizukami's squad, uh, the operator, she's not the operator, is she? Mm, I think she is, actually. Yes. No, the girl with the short hair yeah, is the operator. She's, she's the one with, uh, who's this character again? That. Anyway, <laughs> uh, she basically is like, I find it odd how like we're actually killing it pretty hard right now. Uh, but and it's like it's the margin that's concerning. It's like we're really somehow. What is it just me, or is Nasu not? Nasu's Nasu's not here. Why? Well, she's I, I think like she's sickly, so she can't really go many places on her own. Oh, outside of her tryon body, she's like kind of bedridden for the most part. I see. You're right. That was kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. And the and the sniper that was on their squad, she moved away. Yeah, she moved away. Uh, so it's only Kuma guy. Oh my god. So who is she? I don't remember. Maybe like because she's not wearing her usual clothes. I don't remember. Right, is this the girl that it's in the ponies? I think this is the girl that that fought against Chica and won. Hmm. I don't remember. No, she didn't win. But remember when she had she got the piece of debris and blocked the shot? No, that's... Oh no! It, yeah, you're right. It might be her actually. Wow. Yeah, she has her hair down, so that's why it's like. Oh, it is her. If you see her little like uh, like a uh, bubble head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the word the speech bubble head when they're not there and they try to clarify who's talking when. It's her little yeah. uh fishtail hairstyle, so it's her, yeah. You're right. Oh shit, that's a good way to detect it. Where did you see it at? Uh on the, the on, next chapter? Yeah, the next chapter. Okay, okay. Which is uh, chapter two hundred and twenty two, the away mission. Yeah. We're gonna give all our final thoughts at the end of the two yeah. chapters. Um, all right. I will remark though, like as much as I do like World Trigger's art. This may be a little weakness, and I I say this as someone who draws everybody virtually the same, is that everybody, <laughs> is that everybody like it's really showing itself here? Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's hard. He can't, to, he can't really avoid it. Yeah, he's a, he's actually a really good artist, but this like is one thing that um is a little bit of a hindrance. I it, it doesn't ruin World Trigger in the slightest for me, but sometimes you just like lose track of who's who because. There, there's something uh, about how he like everybody kind of looks the same depending on how he draws them. Uh, it's hard to make out people, but um, I, I still love his art regardless, especially in battle scenes. My God. Um, anyway, this is a uh, World Trigger Chapter Two Hundred and Twenty Two: The Away Mission Test Part Twenty, and uh, we cup where we start where we last left off. Mizukami Squad are uh, basically sus about the large margin of points they're winning by. Uh, Arafune is currently in the shower during this conversation, and um, <laughs> Mizukami <laughs> hears this and is like, "Hmm, my schemes." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The operator lady. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh huh. What are you saying? Nah, nah. Right? Like you, you're upset that we're doing the best. <laughs> you're upset you're that trying we're trying to get to the bottom of why we're so <laughs> superior. 
Which is is reasonable, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Either way you look at it, it's like it is reasonable to think like, damn, like why are we why are we kicking so much ass? But Pete the finesse. Oh my Bob god. Rocco. <laughs> okay, so wait, o- Okudera and the operator are basically agreeing. You know, they're like, Well, we did really well on the special assignment, right? And he's like yeah, but it was like much better than Kodera's squad or the squad with Koroichi. I don't know. I don't think that would explain the gap. Um, and uh, she asks if the, if the higher up send sent a, a breakdown score, break da- a detailed breakdown of their score. Mizukami's like they sure didn't. Nah, uh, did don't they? Know about that. I actually don't remember if they did. Um, yeah, <laughs> they break down like where everyone's. <laughs> He's holding all of that shit. No, I think like they held it. They talked about it amongst themselves, but I don't think they shared it with them. So I think this may be the truth. Because they had to know how they did with the battle scores. No, no, because I mean, you know, Katora had to call Azuma to kind of figure out why. So I think he's telling the truth here because they, they wouldn't tell you why you were wrong, I guess, right now. They'll probably wait till after the test. But they would have to see the battle data to understand the full score. That is the difference. Yeah, I don't know. There's a missing piece. There's a whole chunk that's not being represented other than just the regular reports they do in the special assignment. Yeah. I don't know. Do they get, like, super detailed? Outside of, like, um, I I think they all get the battle thing. I think they ask. I think she's asking specifically about the the special assignment. Right, but what? I, all right. They don't. They don't know about the battle sims because he's been doing it all alone, and they're not. It's not like they're all in cahoots together. Like, okay, we're gonna let the captain do them by himself. He's trying to withhold that information. Oh, okay. How else could he withhold that information if they don't all get a detailed report? But how else could all the other teams? Talk, I mean, for sure, for sure, um, the Makumo squad, they broke down their score. They knew that, uh, like what their scores were, and they could clearly see who did oh, okay. like really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kami did well because he was, they was, you know, his squad was doing well because he was smoking everyone. Well, they were smoking everyone. You know, they thought that his team was smoking everybody. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're all, everyone else knows very well why they're so much in the lead, and that's why they don't know. So, yeah. That leads me to believe that he's clearly withholding in that, like he got they he got the information and he's withholding it. Yeah, no, Mizukami's already been doing this. Um, I, I'm not necessarily super doubting it. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I I buy that. Um, in any case, uh, they're just like uh, maybe the other squads are just like not doing so great overall, and they're like, yeah, possibly. You know, I mean, it could be possible that you know they're not doing. They're not doing great, but, you know, everybody fell on day two. So maybe it's not that we particularly scored high, but rather the other squads are bad or doing not not well. And they're like, well, why don't we ask them? <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the the Brie girl is like, why don't we ask them? And uh, Mizukami's like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, are you sure you want to do that? You want to call them and be like, why are we so good? And why are you so bad? <laughs> yeah he really goes yeah he really sells it too yeah uh she's pissed she gets annoyed by it because he's being mad rude 
He's being mad condescending. He's like, ooh, why do we call them and be like, hey, why do you suck and why do we rule? That's literally what he said to her. Yeah. Oh, is that so? Nothing went wrong or yet and at all? I suppose we really are that awesome. And it's like, he sounds ridiculous, but it's getting to her. Yeah. No. Like I said, it's one thing to be a sore loser, but it's not every day I meet a sore winner. You're one in a million, Teruya. <laughs> oh my god! Man, shit for that. Yo, Mizukami, he's and she's not a dumb girl. Yo, yeah, you know? she, she she's, not, she's not dumb. So like, well, she immediately was like, well, he's going real hard right now to make sure that we don't do this. So maybe he's like. Maybe he's like OD, like hiding something. And then she's like, ah, you know what? That's not good. It's not good for the team. I can't let my suspicions affect my attitude, um, which honestly, good for her being the youngest to be so fucking mature because somebody should have blacked on this dude. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, man? We're going to talk to everybody else. You know what? See me in the rank but wars. Nobody's that. <laughs> See me in the rank wars. I shoot you in the face. Uh, but. Yeah, uh, Teruya looks at him, Mizukami and is like, hey, how are you doing with the universal assignments? And he's like, eh, I'm doing all right. And uh, she's like, well, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. Uh, you know, two heads are better than one, I always say. And Mizukami, rude as fuck, is like, I never really like people, cared for people for folksy sayings like that. It might so- sound all smart, but where's the evidence? Um. And she's like, well, you know, you can find a lot of a lot of uh, wisdom in proverbs, basically. You know? hey, there's a there's a reason that pro- like people say been saying them for hundreds of years in the first place because there is some type of truth in and 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 yeah validity to it. Yeah, not redundant truth and validity. Yeah, and she's like, well, take this. She said this one. <laughs> yep. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to just be like, yeah, 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 don't worry about it, Jack. <laughs> that was smooth. I had to make it. A, I had to make it a molehill, a mountain. Yeah, I made a mountain. Josh is going real hard right now. You think he's it's hiding like something? Yeah. Uh, she basically just goes like, "This fool. The fool learns from personal experience. The wise man learns from history." And uh, Mizukami's like, well, "I guess I'm the fool then." Uh. And uh, she's like, what do you mean that you're calling yourself some wise guru? Like I said, you're one in a million. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, even the operator had to break in like. <clears throat> yeah, like he's really dragging that shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mizukami goes hard. He's like, I'm sorry. I just can't. I can't stand folks who try to make their point by whipping out pl- proverbs that just happen to back them up. The way he drew the fucking yeah, arrow. I mean, <laughs> it's like, yo, she's just a young girl, dude. <laughs> Chill. Uh, the operator just like yanks Mizukami into the back room as uh, right as uh, Ar- Arafune is done with his shower. And he's just like, hey, we having a heart to heart? Is everything okay? <laughs> he's just like, and Mizukami's like, nah, I'm just in trouble. He's like, what'd you do? Um... Basically, the operator is like, I know you're up to something, Mizukami. And if, it, if something like that happens again, I'm not going to cover for you. What are you hiding? Can you tell the two of us at least? Uh, and uh, Mizukami is like, no, I can't. 
He said, I cannot. He's like, if I tell you just you guys, that might cause, cause a rift in the team. If you're the only people who know, and they're the only people that don't know, because I don't want them to know, then it might cause a rift down the road. It's better for only one of us to be a liar. Um, and she asked Arafune, who's, you know, co- uh, captain himself. He's like, what do you mm-hmm. think about this? He's like, it's not up to me, dude. It's That's our captain, dude. Well, it's up to him. But if he wants to run the ship into the fucking ocean, <laughs> hey, <laughs> we'll just take over. Yeah. Once, once, it, once, once the threat is real. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, Arafune is basically like, well, whatever he's doing, it's earning us points. I mean, we're desperately in the lead right now. We're pretty much raffle stomping this whole fucking exam. So whatever he's doing. I like how, I like how Brocco is like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says, yeah, he says, if he needs our help, he will ask. He'll he'll need to. Um, and, you know, the operator is just worried that, like, at the end of the day, whatever happens here could just destroy the squad's face, faith in him. Um, and our phone is like, then that's when we take over. If it all blows up in his face, then we'll be the leaders. Um, so. Just throwing on the watch and stuff. <laughs> like, bitch, we might, we might take over this shit. Yeah. Better watch your step, dog. <laughs> you better watch out, dude. You could do what it, do what you want, dude. But you know, you fucked this up, and we're taking over. Um, back outside, Teruya is uh is upset. You know, uh, there's been rude things thrown at her <laughs> a little bit. Um. And she's like, you know, I just realized this about myself. It's like, I also hate people who just like use proverbs like that, you know, to make their point as opposed to like actually, you know, coming up with hard evidence. Um, and Okudera is just like, eh, you know, I don't know. I don't shy away from proverbs myself, you know. Um, he says something really wise here where he's like, keep in mind, this is a mission to another world, you know, so using mm-hmm. our own world's wise sayings and maxims as guideposts a guidepost could be a risky approach um you know yeah which is why he called why mr broccoli had um what's his actual mizukami hmm? mizukami mizukami he wow that's his name huh mm-hmm. all right mizukami he that's why he said he was a fool before because she's saying you know I guess he was implying that, look, I'm not relying on conventional earthly wisdom. I'm going to do me, and then we're going to go out to this alien fucking world. <laughs> and Lord knows what, but it ain't going to be relying on Proverbs. Yeah. That's, for, that's, that's what's going on in Mizukami's head. Yeah. And Okudera kind of breaks it down as such. is like, you know, if if we cling on to these ideas, like these ideas that we know so well very familiar with we won't be able to think for ourselves when we're in an unfamiliar place where those proverbs may not necessarily apply so you know it's it's good to not really think about it I, at least that's how I, he thinks about it he says um Teria's like that's not how i got it but all right <laughs> okay mizukami didn't even mean it that way <laughs> he, he pokes his head out and is just like i didn't mean it that way <laughs> i really don't like people who talk like that <laughs> <laughs> There's no deep reason. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, they're just like kind of finding the good in in Mizukami in in a very sweet way. This isn't uh, Okudera. My bad. This is Kashio. My bad. <laughs> Once again, with everybody's hair down, everybody looks the same. Is this Kashio? Yeah. 
Is Okudera the the other kid, and he's Kashio? Okudera is. <laughs> Damn, dude. I don't know if it's more that I'm tired yeah. or <laughs> I'm misremembering. I know Kashio is on Ikoma Squad. Yes. Yeah. And so is the kid with the blonde hair and it's the spike. No, the one spike kid, the like the two one spiked kids, they're on Azuma squad. Okudera is the black haired one. I remember that. I think. Whatever. Perfect. Well, there's bad characters in here. Leave us alone. Yeah, there's a ton of characters and they all get a lot of attention. Thank God. They do. I do appreciate that. Anyway. Mizukami's like, ah, these are good kids. I'm so glad that they're understanding of me and making up reasons for them to like me. I'm, <laughs> re- I'm really lucky to be in this team. <laughs> um, meanwhile, back um, on... Um, hmm? So he, they just let him do his shit. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, I think uh, this is... I forget whose squad Yuba was on. I know he's not the leader of the squad, but whatever squads Yuba is on... Uh, he's looking over the test results um, and he's, oh, actually the battle sim scores and he's like freaking out because he doesn't seem to be, he, he doesn't seem to be like doing particularly well at them. Um, yeah. So he's like, he he bails out of the, the, uh, the battle sims and, uh, and just uh, elects to do the, the special assignment. Um, so that works out and he's like, Hey, you know, I know you don't like video games. So, you know, the special assignment really helped us out. Um, so stop brooding. He's like, so what are you brooding about? (laughs) You was like, I'm not brooding. You got that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you was one of the cooler characters. I really like him. (laughs) Uh, I forget that he was a part of this. Mm hmm. Um, so he's like, well, you know, we're, the battle sims are hard. We're not, we're not, none of us are really nailing it. And, uh, Yuba's like, eh, you know, I don't have the, I don't have any issues with all of you. As long as you're like pulling your weight, I don't have any problems, but Kuruma had to give me special treatment and that doesn't sit well with me. Um, and, uh, I guess they're going to like practice the battle sims. I don't know if they could do, I forgot if they could just like play offline mode for a while. Uh, two player, but yeah, he's like, then I'll do it. Then I'll then I'll help you. Um, Some savvy lit. Yeah, and you know they're practicing together. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Anyway, cutting back to Suba Squad, um, they're getting ready for bed. Uh, the uh, sniper dude from uh, Ecoma Squad, I believe, he's like. Hey man, this is actually crazy, but Suba's turning out to be a pretty good leader. Did you see that coming? <laughs> uh, and uh, there, he's like, um, "Yeah, I know it's crazy." Um, and he talks about how he went to Hisato to uh, talk before the exam started. Uh, and uh, Hisato is like, "Well, actually, uh, Su, you should be glad that Suba's in charge." And he, at first, he was like, "Really?" But you know, he was right. Even though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he was like, even a, a Katori is starting to cool her jets. Um, and he and Osama remembers that, like, Sue was saying that as long as, like, she's still talking, you know, we're fine, you know? Um, 
So, right, and he mentioned that she quieted down a little too much mm-hmm. during the second half of today. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Yeah, I think like Osua is just like particularly good at reading people and understands how they tick. Um, so basically, uh, Osamu also brings up is like, hey, actually, about that score, about the score that Mizukami got. What do you think is happening there? Uh, Suba said that he has like an idea about it, and he's like, actually, I've been thinking about it a lot. And uh, the chapter ends with uh, the sniper guy going like, "Do you think maybe that Mizukami is running the battle sims all by himself?" Even Oki figured that out. Man. That's not Oki. I don't think he's dumb, but he's de- he. I didn't take him to be oh, like Oki. The, uh... Huh? I got them mixed up with Og and Oki. Oki. Oki, right? That's yeah. his name. OG squad is uh, OG is the captain. Oki, yeah, yeah no, you're you're the, right. It's the one that Kageyara hates. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, Oki figured it out. So, I guess they're. I I don't know what this means for everybody else. I think like, particularly Osamu squad. Are they gonna try to adapt the same tactics? Are they gonna do something else? Let's find out in the next chapter. Um, but, Y'all imagine Makumo takes over. I don't know if he will. Or just Katori. I don't think Katori will either. I think this is like very much Suez squad. And I think they're going to present an idea next chapter. This is Makumo squad. Fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, anyway, Josh, what did you think about these chapters? Um, What did I think? Well... First, I thought that I was blessed to be alive at the same time as World Trigger being <laughs> serialized. I mean, I do think that every single time it comes out, mm-hmm. but um, I just had to, you know, let you know. Um, but aside from that, I thought, well, I shared a few thoughts earlier, but I really enjoyed the deep dive into the team mechanics, you know? I didn't going into this. I didn't know how much of it we were going to get because I understand that mangaka have limits, you know, these authors and they only have so much time on the hand, but it feels like Daisuke has unlimited time, which just is not true. (laughs) So, um, I hope this isn't like bittersweet, but it's just, all right. I'm saying a lot to say like, I, um, even the squads that he didn't show, I feel like he will show them at a, at another point. You know, going through, trying you know trying to trying to make a point. Like I feel like it's easy for him to include a bunch of characters in his story because he ch- literally uses them as as examples to get certain points across. You know, I mean, even to the point that sometimes all of like the older quote-unquote smarter wiser people tend to think the same unless they're on like really extreme ends like Nino Mia and um well I can't think of anyone else on the other extreme end of his side of his elite skill but anyway um yeah he he, could they still have personality and that's what he does like you know in in between the messages Mm -hmm. but they all see, you know, they w- when these squads talk, they seem to try to get to a certain point in lesson, you know, about team dynamics, relationships, um, self confidence, you know, um, given you know, given the effort and not not 
being afraid to fail. It's always a lot of that same kind of messaging being echoed through the other, you know, through all of the characters. That's what this. Uh, that's that's it. Those are th- that was the thought that came out to me that you know when I when I first initially read this. I really appreciate this mm-hmm. um, this series for for doing that. Yeah, it's not easy. I know. I know it's not easy because it's. I've seen some of my favorite series drop off in quality because they couldn't, you know, or they chose not to. In my opinion, mm-hmm. this 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 series really suits what I enjoy uh, to read in a comic. Mm-hmm. What can I say? Yeah. No, I mean, surprises lit too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I one hundred percent agree with you. Uh, a lot of this chapter was about like how the individual squads handle like adversity i think i think there were a lot of characters who either a lot of the squads that were focused on were the squads that aren't doing so hot or like middle of the road ish uh kind of guys right right Um, right right aside from mizukami's yeah yeah but even that was like more the whole thing was about keeping the teams together and solving conflict that are internal where they're not like nasty about it there's no like except for probably inukai and kagura which you which you can a little bit make an argument about but you know yeah, you, you know i mean you could even argue that it's not as bad because they may have argued but at least like inukai said they're having a conversation and then that's what kagura wants in the first place you know he j- i mean he doesn't have to like it but i'm sure he'll respect the fact that he's speaking his mind no, i thought that was yeah I thought that was really, really interesting, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't know what to think going into this dynamic. I thought they were just gonna butt heads and he was gonna be slick all the time, but it's it was a little deeper than that. And it and I I think that's a little. I think maybe I didn't I missed that because I forgot about Kageyara's uh, side effect. Yeah, but it, it just makes so much more sense, and that's that's something like that's a that was supposed to be like a combat, uh, um. Something he something he brought up for the sake of combat that's being used in a in in a relationship dynamic, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? As a plot device, that's incredible, man. That's out of the bo- that's that's outside of the box. Yeah, I mean, um, all the side. I'm effects, not saying series haven't done that, but all the side effects have that. There's like something to be said about how the side effects in World Trigger are uh, very. They're not flashy, you know. There's nobody shooting beams everywhere. You know, as like their side effect, as their side effect, you know, their side effect is more sensory. And, uh, you know, when you have powers like that, you know, you have Kikuchihara with his hearing and uh, how that's affected his life. You have Yuma who can detect lies, you know, Mm -hmm. there's stuff like they all have that about themselves. Uh, So every side effect is has kind of like a a social implication to it as well. Uh, I think that's smart. But no, right. what the point I guess was uh, I was trying to make with Inukai is that like their dynamic, yeah, it's it's actually a healthy thing they're doing. But I guess like that the whole thing's about conflict resolution, uh, uh-huh. you know, between them, between Mizukami and Tatsu, uh, Tatsuya, I think her name is Ten. I forget. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, the young girl. Um, you know, sorry. yeah, Yuba. You know, all these all these characters are going through adversity, and you know what this series really. Right reminded me of in this moment is uh kind of haiku you know there was a lot of like these like poetic mm-hmm. moments in haiku where 
a lot of haiku like you you think back at how much of haiku is about like basically philosophy um and it's almost like a self-help book a self-help series in a way damn yeah almost that's why i like that series a lot and this is what like world trigger reminded me usually it's very much jujutsu kaisen with all its like rules and complicated structures how like uh, ashiara thinks of everything on every level but uh today it reminded me a lot of uh haiku where there's like a lot of applicable life lessons and you know really just talking about ideas as opposed to just battle strategies you know all these things um because there's like a psychological component to this kind of stuff as well uh but yeah i uh, i really appreciated it for that uh world trigger is fantastic guys uh if yeah it is incredible and thanks for listening guys if you guys uh read it more power to you if you're not cool that you're listening along i encourage you to read yeah no i think like world trigger we get a lot of uh, views on our world trigger videos and i know you're all out there watching because like not a lot of people talk about it i think and uh it should be if you guys are listening to the pod you don't know world trigger really uh if there's one series that like I really want to advocate for it's it's world trigger 100 percent um everything else feels like it has backing everything else we talk about feels like it has like enough backing that we don't need to recommend it even chainsaw man yeah world triggers the one man world find it the the hiatus took man if it was if it it was still weekly yeah if it was was a little jump if it was still in jump, but you know, it'd be on top of the fucking mountain right now. It should be, you know. I mean, you know, here's the thing: like, people are out there. There are people who avidly love this series, and uh, the people who don't know about it, like, man, tell them <laughs> if they are into manga, if they're into shonen, tell them about World Trigger because, you know, they they will they will thank you later. It's it's such a great series. Uh, we hope that it continues on. Every month is just scary, you know, because every month you may wake up to Ashihara uh, not feeling well. Knock on wood. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, honestly, I'm actually kind of glad that these chapters are kind of chill, you know, where yeah. all he has to do is really draw people sitting around. Right, right. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. All right, this is cool. <laughs> You good coast, bro. As long as this, as long as the company's cool with it, <laughs> I'm cool with it. Yeah. You feel me? Do whatever the equation is to make this last <laughs> and get to where it needs to go. Yeah. I, that, by any means. <laughs> much respect to Ashihara. He's writing like he has forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's really taking his time with it. And, uh, I, you mentioned earlier that like a lot of maybe manga don't do that and I'm really starting to slowly discover this is that a lot of no not everybody could be Oda you know what I mean right not everybody has it you know and, and it's not a, like a talent thing or whatever but like the the endurance to do this for 24 years on one story when you really think about it like the amount of like health issues that come from manga artists the passion yeah and you I mean, know, it, it, what else could it be? Yeah, I liken it a lot to like athletes. You know, like I feel like athletes. <laughs> when you think about it, it's like, well, I can't do this shit forever because I want to enjoy being old. <laughs> you know, I'd like to hang out with my family when I'm right. Done. I want to be able to walk and and take a hike with my children. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and you know, not everybody could be Oda. It just like really stretch a story out for twenty two years, twenty four years. Um, so you know. 
Ashihara is probably the last person to do that. <laughs> he's uh, he's really taking his time with this series, and you know we appreciate it all the way through. He's he's really a, a wonderful writer. Um, so you know, pick up World Trigger. We say it every month. We're finding we're we're always trying to find new ways to say that we love World Trigger, but you know. <laughs> and next month, uh, Lord willing, we're gonna find out some more. Ways <laughs> yeah, to we're gonna it. do it all again. <laughs> but uh, uh but anyway uh that was global gun global gun <laughs> the world becomes my gun uh so <laughs> anyway i guess we should move on uh that was world trigger let's do it boruto this is boruto chapter 68 oh, this is chapter 68, Scar. Um, and so last we left off with Boruto, he was re- resurrected by uh, the Boruto equivalent of the Night-Tail Fox, I guess, the uh, Momoshiki, uh, the Otsutsuki alien that lives within his body. The Momoshiki tailed beast. Yeah. Uh, and basically, last chapter, Boruto was saved from certain death by Momoshiki, who had to either choose between never fully resurrecting and dying entirely. So he was like, Yeah, so now he's like, Fuck. <laughs> so, you know, now he has given up the final like 18% of his DNA to, uh, to resurrect Boruto in exchange for uh, not being able to fully come into his own within Boruto's body. Um, so, cool. <laughs> good for good for Momoshiki. He's, he escaped death for now. Uh, but that was a one-time get-out-of-jail-free card. So next time Boruto runs into the situation, uh, he it's over. <laughs> yeah, he can't go off dying and shit. Yeah, no more one-ups for him. Uh, and so now we're dealing with the fallout from that. Uh, Boruto is being examined by Amato uh, and the scientist dude from the first arc. And um, they're like, whoa, you're saying you were resurrected using karma? Boruto explains the whole situation. And Amato is like, well, you know, we're not completely out of the woods. This is great and all because he can't resurrect. But that doesn't stop him from really like taking over Boruto's consciousness from time to time. Um and um, Boruto's like, oh, the the doctor's like, hey, well, we have the meds for that. Maybe that'll maybe that'll work out. And um, Boruto's like, don't need them. And they're like, what, what, what? Don't need them. I I'm good off them. Ew, doc. <laughs> yeah, put them perks away. I don't need them. <laughs> yeah, put them put them yerkies back. I'm straight <laughs> off though. <laughs> I don't need them, doc. Put them zannies away. <laughs> Put the Otsosuki Zannies away, dude. I don't need them anymore. I'm straight. I'm straight, Doc. Yeah, straight. so Amato's like, hmm, okay. And he smokes his cigarette. Yeah, you know when Amato is smoking cigarettes, you know he's scheming. Always blood something <laughs> between every pole. Mm, nicotine and plants. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't laugh too hard because I smoked in my fucking throat. <laughs> Sorry about that. I timed that poorly. 
Um, anyway, back at uh, Kawaki, he's knocked out. He's KO'd. He's really put himself through something with uh, the accessing of Yashiki's karma. So, you know. Bro, this guy still ain't get his face healed? <laughs> yeah, you mean Ibiki? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ibiki, well, those are scars forever. Those, nah, there's no way, bro. They don't been... ninja magic. Come on. Nope. Tsunade's dead, right? No, she's around, I think. Scars are scars, bro. No, she's around for sure. She's, you know, she can't fix scars, dude. They're, they're already scars. Sure. He's bald, too. He's got mad holes in his head. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> when you pulled off the mask, <laughs> when you pulled off the fucking headband that he has, he has, like, multiple holes in his head from torture. Holy shit. Oh, the indents. Yeah. <laughs> They're not indents, my friend. They're fucking holes. They're open. I don't know. Look up. Look it up. But I remember them being full on holes in his head. Oh my god! I'm looking that up right now. <laughs> his name is Ibiki. If you need a I B I K I. I'm gonna look up holes in Ibiki's head. Yeah. <laughs> holes in Ibiki's head. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So Ibiki is just like with his holes in his head or like planning to, you're really planning to leave him unbound with all this power? And Shikamaru's like, well, we can't restrain him even if we wanted to. So, you know, it's, it's not, there's no point in binding him. Um, so all we can do is have faith that he's just not going to fuck us over. And um, yeah, it's all right. You know, we'll we'll talk to him when he wakes up. Um Sasuke pulls up, old man Sasuke. Um, old man, they're not even that old, right? No, they're, they're like thirties like or something. Yeah, they're like in their mid thirties, maybe. Yeah, maybe early. Whoa! Did you find it? Yeah, <laughs> I told you he has holes in his head. That was a deep pull. I haven't seen we Ibiki doesn't show up that much. Look at look at this old noggin working finally. He needs water from the North Pole, bro. <laughs> he needs the pure moon water from Avatar. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. The one she had Sakura, around her neck. Sakura sucks. She needs to put one of them slugs on this nigga's head. <laughs> and help him. Yeah. Here's, anyway. some, here's some slugs for the holes in your head. Right. Have them, you know, do their thing. Yeah. And heal them. No, it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't okay. work that way. Sorry, bud. Slugs can't heal everything, unfortunately. Hey, 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 don't say sorry to me. Say sorry <laughs> to you, Beaky. You're right. I'm sorry, Beaky. <laughs> Damn, bro. I'm. I apologize, Beaky. Anyway, so Sasuke has been, you know, doing stuff. He went to the whole the little icy tundra that uh, Code found uh, Ada at, um, and. Um, yeah, you know, we just found this lab. It was weird. Uh, and Shikamaru was like, hmm, that sounds sufficiently sketchy. Uh, <laughs> any conclusive evidence that code... Sketchy sketch. Yeah. And he's like, is there any conclusive evidence that code is there? And he's like, not really. You know, there's an, there's an acquaintance of codes, uh, codes there, named a man named Bug. So, you know. Uh, Shikamaru is like, all right, I'll order a deployment since we have no other lead. So, you know, I'll send some folks over there. Um, 
Sasuke is like it's his... suit they say. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll die. Maybe. Well, more than likely, actually. More than likely. <laughs> actually, I'll send some fodder. Don't worry. Yeah, they'll die, and we'll be like, "What?" And then you know, the whole thing. Who could kill this many oh, shinobi? Oh, oh no! Not <laughs> those guys. Not shinobi of Konoha. <laughs> uh, so yeah, basically, he's like. Sasuke is like, I heard about what Kawaki did. Is it true? And he's like, Yep, killed. He killed Boruto, but you know, it all worked out. Uh, the only people who know about it are Sai, Ino, Amato, and Katsuke, who is the science guy. I'm realizing now. Um, so you know, he tells Sasuke to go see them because you know it could be good to see them, especially since your daughter is there, Sasuke. You should go spend time with your daughter. Uh. So I guess he goes off to do that. Ada is like, you know, they're ta- they're also talking over what just happened over there. Um, and uh, Ada's like, you're lucky, Code. They revived, uh, Momoshiki revived uh, Boruto. So, you know, we can still use him as a fruit thingy, as a as a seed or whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> we, we can still feed him to the tentails. And it's still going. Yeah. We're still doing it. Um, and uh, Ada's like, you took it too far. You almost, you used my little brother without my permission. You almost killed Kawaki. That was your fucking job, dude. That was the one thing you were supposed to do is bring Kawaki to me. Um, so, you know, that worked out. Uh, he says, we siblings have absolutely no qualms about disposing of you. I'm like, damn, cold-ass Ada. <laughs> Code is like, man, we're not even friends. How sad. Um, comrades. Comrades. Nakama. And uh, Ada's like, well, that's business, dude. If you don't produce results, you'll even lose. You'll even, you'll lose even this sad relationship. I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> um, Code is like, well, lucky for you. I also have plans and uh, yeah, as we uh, figured, he put the belt on Sa- uh, Shikamaru's neck. He has a whole ear sticking out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. And um, so Shikamaru goes to see Amato, and Shikamaru already doesn't like this guy. So he's like, "So what do you? So about Boruto? Is it is it true he'll just like Momoshiki will never resurrect ever again?" And um. Amato's like, yep, 100%. It's never going to happen. And uh, Shikamaru is like, good. That's great, actually. By the way. And then he yanks Amato up. He's like, you know what I want to ask about Kawaki's karma. Um, We then cut over to spend some time with Boruto and his squad mates uh, talking about the whole situation. Um, So, uh, damn, Mitsuki, I think his name is, the Orochimaru kid. He's like, uh, question, why did Code tried to kill you when he wanted to feed you alive to Ten Tails? Um, and uh, Boruto's l- about to say something, but then he remembers that Shikamaru's like, hey, don't go uh, telling people that Kawaki actually killed you. You know, that would probably not be good for his social standing in life. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, don't tell nobody. And... Okay. Um, Boruto makes up some lies, like about maybe not being able to control himself around him. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so they just keep asking him questions about like how are is he still going to be targeted now that he still has karma, uh, all that stuff. Uh, Sasuke comes in the room and everybody's like Sasuke, yeah! Studio audience applauses, um, and Sasuke is like, hmm, not uh, they're they're not going to stop until like they get Boruto or something. So you know. Which makes it right. Like, it's like, oh, nah, he's just gonna wild out now that he knows, like, he don't know how to. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the logic is a little flawed, but I'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but you know, he needs to get his limiters first before he faces Boruto again, which makes his first target, old man Amado. Uh, and that's when Shikamaru is like, "What the fuck are you planning with with Kawaki? You implanted him with Kam- uh, with karma." Without his consent, for none less, and Amado's like, "Well, it's simple. He fundamentally yeah, loves. He hates karma. I probably wouldn't get it without his. He wouldn't let me, so I did it. Right. I just did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said he wanted to get stronger, and I was very vague, so I went ahead and did that without his knowledge because yeah. I gave him what he wanted. He hate. He said he wanted to be stronger, but he hates karma, so I couldn't tell him I was going to give him karma to make him stronger. So I just." Did what he wanted, but he gave him karma. Right. Easy. <laughs> um either way, in order for dot dot dot. Shikamaru's like, man. Wow. And he's like, Well, you know, I I don't regret what I did, you know. He we wouldn't be here right now if he didn't have it. So, you know, what if he didn't have it when he needed it? That's why I implanted it ahead of time. You dumb idiot. <laughs> Shikamaru's like, don't fucking dodge the question. Uh, if you ask me, you seem obsessed with Kawaki's karma itself. Why? And that's when Code makes his move and launches himself out of the neck belt uh, and is now hanging on the wall. He's like, sorry to waste, sorry to interrupt, but I didn't want to waste this prime opportunity. And then he just smacks the shit out of Shikamaru, sending him flying backwards. You don't disrespect Shikamaru like that, boy. Um... And he immediately goes for Amato. Uh, it takes, I guess, the mind reading core three whole Stop. minutes. <laughs> to three whole minutes to discover Co- Code's presence. Uh, and they're like, oh shit, it's Code! <laughs> and they all go after him. Shikamaru actually is like, don't come here yet. Just inform Naruto and the others. And then he does the shadow possession jutsu on Code. And, um,. Code just looks at him and he's like, it's useless. I can still move my fingertips to slash his cardoid open. For real? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, you better... this guy so good? Yeah, he said, you better hurry up and release my limiters, bitch. I will cut you. Um, And, uh, oh my god, Shikamaru's like, you thought I didn't know that you put one of my belts on, your dumb belts on my fucking neck? Your goofy, your goofy dumb belts. I have an IQ of over two hundred. Yeah, dickhead. What happened was that hole you left in the ground. I put my shadow jutsu in it, and it reached you from behind while Bitch. I was sitting in the tree. Bitch. That's what happened. <laughs> I used Go to. Back. I used to be the smartest character in this show. You think? Yeah, you, you talking about? Say like I wouldn't know. Like, like. I forget Naruto's author's name, but like he would play me like that. Kishimoto. Beep, 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 boobop. <laughs> Come on out, Delta. Beep, 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 beep. Not Delta. 
Yeah, he 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 uh, calls out for help from Bronco, and yes, the old body of Delta has been converted into a good guy now. Um, oh, he's and uh, Code is vexed. He's like Delta. He's like, yeah, we reprogrammed this cyborg lady, and now she's gonna kick your ways. And uh, she kicks the flying fuck out of Co- of Code, turns her foot into talons. <laughs> Into weird, gross karma, something um, like that. Hands, claws. Her robot also her her body also has heels on it because that's what robots need. Um, is heels? Gendered robots, <laughs> six inch heels on this cyborg that you need to battle. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Kawaki try. Uh, Code tries to escape into his belts, but um. Shikamaru uses his fucking shadow possession to lift him upward, but he's already got Ada through the claw marks itself, and Ada climbs out with also six-inch heels. And Amato looks at her like, oh, oh no, <laughs> my daughter that I hinted right, yeah, at, right. that I hinted at before. He didn't say that, but he will. Um, yeah. So that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Amato meets uh, Ada. Ada is not very happy. And that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Does she have a renegade? No, she has like a spe- another eye power that allows her to see the future. Yeah, she said it. Mm-hmm. Something with gone. Yeah, so- Sengon, I think it is. I could be wrong. Sens- Sensugan. Sensubin uh, gone. I'm going to find it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right, no, well, I'm not going to find it. I'm going to talk about my thoughts. So I'm actually intrigued with the direction um, now because obviously they have to deal with code and, and, and Delta and all that. But I'm talking about as far as Barto and, uh, and, uh, what was that kid's name? Kawaki. 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 You know, they both have karma. So we obviously we see like how they end up maintaining it at that scene we've seen in the first chapter with mm-hmm. them facing off. So I'm really curious um what what the author's gonna do next. Yeah. Um Delta Delta. Um Damn, what's up? I'm forgetting all these people's names. Ada bro. Ada, thank you. I, I wonder what Ada's gonna say to her. So, do you think they're going to confirm it, or do you think they're going to still dance around? I think they're going to confirm it next chapter. I don't see how you can't. <laughs> what if she's like, it's you, and she's like, yes. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy. Right, and then she's like, I need you to remove his limiters, and he's like, yes, only because it's you asking me. <laughs> Only because you're her and I'm him. Yeah. <laughs> and I will yeah. do I will do that thing. But um yeah, were those your thoughts? I was happy I was happy Shikamaru had a moment to stunt. For a moment. Incredibly brief. Yeah. But he's playing against gods. He's trying. He's trying his hardest with his shadow jutsu. Yeah. Um yeah, I uh, I like this chapter a bit too. I you know I didn't expect the whole codes belt on his 
on Shikamaru's neck thing to pay off so quickly, but uh, I'm kind of glad it did. Uh, the the Bronco twist was like, all right, you know, it was like, I, I didn't see it coming at all. I didn't think it was uh, Delta in there. So, you know, that caught me by surprise a little. I was like, oh, Delta. Cool. I wasn't like, Delta, but, you know, I had a good time. I, I, I enjoyed that little twist. Um, I'm excited to see what goes on next because, you know, Amato is like an interesting character to me. I, I enjoy his presence in, in the manga. It really ele- it, it really does uh, stuff to elevate it. There's an air of mystery around him. And he's kind of like a likable dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah, somewhat relatable. I mean, he regrets his decisions of the past, so he smokes nicotine <laughs> to yeah. help get through it as yeah. he schemes. Yeah, that's his... his uh, yeah, he's uh, trying... He's trying to balance his uh, his karmic energy by smoking cigarettes and blackening his his lungs. <laughs> sure. This is how I repent. <laughs> um. But yeah, solid chapter of Boruto. Uh, I I'm excited to see how it goes. I I liked it. I like Boruto. It's uh, we had these periods of being like, all right, Boruto, but now we're like. Let's go, Borto. I'm here for it. Yeah, we can get to swing things a little bit. Yeah. But um, with that being said, I suppose we should move onward. Dragon Ball Super. This is Dragon Ball Super Chapter 82. The name of this chapter is uh, Bardock versus Gas. It's all the way on page 39. I don't know why he's doing this bleach shit. Where he Yo, waits. he's dead. When I seen that, I was like, is this the second chapter? Did I? Yo, I, had to scroll I saw this is like, back. yo, did I miss some pages? Did they upload it weird? I don't know what's going on. Right, like, is this a double? Oh, a, a, a double, double chapter? chapter? Like a double rainbow? Yeah. Do you ever see that double rainbow video where you're like, oh man, no way, double rainbow? I'll show. I'll send it to you later. Yeah, it's very fucking hilarious. <laughs> if you have anyone listening, look up. Double rainbow on YouTube. I, I swear, you're you're welcome for the life you're about to have. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen it before because it's like an old meme. It's like an old internet video thing, right? So, I'm sure I've seen it at one point or another. Um, but uh, back to Dragon Ball. Last we left off, Gas was going off. <laughs> um, he's just being he's being the brakes off of both Vegeta and Goku so much so that Vegeta's like, "You take this one, Kakarot. I'm not about to get my ass beat for the twelfth time." You do it. So they're having a teleportation fight uh, to see who could get sure. who could teleport more, uh, which is really the strategy here is over so many pages. Uh, <laughs> Goku is just teleporting further and further away from uh, the planet's cereal. There's like a moment where they go to prison and all the prison guards just roast him, <laughs> roast gas. Oh, they start cooking him. <laughs> They start cooking with gas. took a picture of it. He was like, I said there was no urination involved. (laughs) He said, I did not wet myself. It was only a few drops because I hadn't been holding it for so long. You said, what about the wet stain he saw then? Does your tribe cry out of their crotches? (laughs) And his man's with the cosa. A sick burn, man. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny, Toriyama. 
That Yo, was funny. And Goku's like, that was pretty funny. Goku's like, whoa, you did wet yourself. That's insane. Um, I don't even know how this even started. Oh, because they were just like, I remember when I met him, he pissed his pants. That shit's crazy. Because they tried to help, and it was like, yo, yo, let us out these cells. We'll help you kill Son Goku. Fuck that guy. And he was like, man, fall back. You got some chunks. And they feel like, your little ass peed your pants. Oh, I'm sorry. Did we just hear that from Captain Pissy Pants? Yeah. (laughs) No way, dude. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know. You tux-headed Pissy Pants (laughs) fucking... Cultural appropriation. <laughs> he's, he's not black or Rastafari. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know. I don't think he has four C hair or even three they, C. Well, the reason, the thing is, they all have it. So I think they, I think that's them. That's their hair. Corrected. The entire tribe culturally impro- culturally appropriates. <laughs> My bad. Thanks for correcting me. You're right. These are a lot of like uh, just white Rastafarians. Yes, they all cool. use beeswax and other methods. Yeah, <laughs> they don't need to protect. Listen, where their hair is just really matted, it's not all really. Right. It has a lot to do with the tusk on their head. Yeah, is he the only one that has horns on his head? I don't know if we've really like talked about their design, but I don't like it. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it, everything just feels off. It's like, why do they have horns and dreads? I thought they were supposed to be like vampires or something. <laughs> Dreaded vampires? Huh? Vampires or dreads? I didn't know he had dreads. Not this guy. The other one. They all have dreads, dude. I'm, well, we're going to see in these next few panels. Let's let's, let's get that. Yeah. So they say he wets himself and then he's a pissy bitch. Yeah, they keep teleporting away. And uh, eventually they end up on the same planet as uh, Whis is where he chills and they're like Uh-oh. yeah so they're like cool like yo we beat him up for me please <laughs> he's like uh you could just uh just watch him here i'll be right back and then uh goku just teleports his way back to the planet cereal and uh gas is like what just happened and uh <laughs> gas tries to teleport back and he's like oh you know you're just too far to teleport there directly so you know uh, and he's like, which way is Planet Serial? And Weiss just tells him, he's like, that way? That way, I think? <laughs> and then uh, Gas just flies off. He could breathe in space, apparently. Um, or maybe he just doesn't need oxygen. No, Frieza can breathe in space. What is he breathing? <laughs> I guess breathing in space was the wrong word. Frieza can just not require oxygen. Yeah, he does not require oxygen, it seems. So I guess gas doesn't either. <laughs> Frieza, well, he is the most powerful fighter in the universe. Frieza right for now. sure does not require Frieza and his and his people do not require oxygen. That's one hundred percent confirmed. Very clear. Yeah. Meanwhile, Goku's just trying to get everyone the fuck out of there. <laughs> He's like, yo, we gotta go. He's going to be here any minute. And that's when Oatmeal shows up and he's like a robot. He's not just goggles. He's a robot with a worker's helmet or something. And they're like, oh, you're a robot. And I'm like, yeah, I guess he's a robot. So, 
you know, they're they get in the car and they ride away. Weiss calls uh, calls him to be like, "Yo, he's coming, dude. He's pissed off. Yo, he's mad. <laughs> Yo, he's hurtling towards you at breakneck speed." That's what he said to him. Um, he said, "Yo, he'll be there in twenty minutes, bro." Um, so. Goku, he's like, so by the way, what, how, how's your training going? And he's like, I don't know, man. How do I learn to uh, use Ultra Instinct better? I kind of need to get stronger. 20 hours. In literally 20 minutes, I need to get stronger. So if you <laughs> could. Um, and uh, Whis is like, you can't master it like I mastered it. So you have to make your own version of it. So, you know, listen to the it's voice. You're not that guy, Goku. I'm sorry. Yeah. But. Uh, there's limits. You're not an angel. Right. But, you know, you can make your own. Listen to the voice within you. Deep down, what are you really? That's how I said he just said to shoo him away. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, man. Look, in, look inside yourself. Bye. I don't know. I, I fight. Uh, I don't really care about my kids. <laughs> I could li- give less of a shit about them. Really like fighting. Yeah, I don't particularly like my wife. Particularly, I do particularly enjoy combat. Hmm. 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 I guess I like fighting, and that's my entire <laughs> personality. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my entire personality, top to bottom. That the voice is that it? fight? Did that it? I already do that. Hmm. Oh, man, I wonder how Goku's going to figure this out. Yeah, I mean, he's about to because we uh, get this point where uh, they get to, I guess, the Namekian's house. And they're like, here's the scouter that Bardock had. Um, This is Bardock's scouter. And then Goku picks it up. He's like, whoa, this was my dad's scouter. Um, Mm. And that's crazy. You know, this is like the first. That is. Yeah, you think like the entirety of Dragon Ball up to this point, Goku had, like, no consciousness of his father. Like, it's never been, like, a thing. He's never thought about it or talked about it. He killed his brother and never talked about it again. <laughs> right. Did his brother even bring up Bardock? No. I'm here to kill you, brother. No, he wasn't there to kill Goku. He just wanted to take over the human Yeah, he, Earth, he, right? he went there for Goku. Earth. Nah. Yeah, he, he came there for Earth, but then he found Goku. He's like, oh, here you are. Want to want to take over this planet with me? And Goku's like, no. And he's like, all right. And you die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was just like that, right? It was pretty. It was pretty cut and dry. Then he died. Yeah. Then he died. Because <laughs> yeah, Piccolo shot the special beam cannon through both of them. Yeah. And then he trained to go fight Vegeta because he was on his way with Napa, Napa, Napa. Vegeta, Vegeta. Uh, anyway, so Goku, uh, Vegeta takes the scouter and tries to like fuck with it to see if it still works. He's like, however, there's evidence of saved audio data. I believe it's Push and P by Push. <laughs> it's a MP3 of Pushing P. Goku's like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the panel talking about, yeah, Goku's like, oh, okay, wait. So, what happens is, is that 
the Namekians like, maybe it's a recording of the fight against gas. He's like, why would it be? But anyway. Um, gas is still going after him. Uh, they fix the scouter. And uh, at that point, uh, they get the recording. And it's uh, the recording of the gas fight. So, you know, they're they're crowded around it like an old radio. And that's when Goku goes, ha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, uh, you know, it brings him back to the past as Bardock is fighting uh, Gas, who's a little baby at the time. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, they're doing the thing. They're back and forth and uh, nobody's particularly winning, you know. Everybody's just doing their thing. Um, they, Bardock thinks he got rid of him for a second, but then Gas comes in and he's like, you cannot escape me. Right. <laughs> he's like, damn, you're strong, dude. Right, even as a child. He was definitely young, right? He wasn't Yeah, like- this was, I guess this is him as a boy. He looks like Kid Boo with dreads, and that's the thing. That's the interesting thing. Kind of, yeah. Um, so he's like, I'm going to end this now. I cannot afford to have Alec lose faith in me. Not here. He ordered me to handle this without delay. And that's just where the chapter ends. Uh, interesting chapter. Uh, Josh, what did you think about it? Bardock's about to beat up a kid, huh? Yeah. He's about to put the beats on a child. He is trying to murder another child and an old <laughs> Namekian. To be fair, we actually don't know if Gas is uh, actually a kid in this because he was always small. He he was like that small when he had like the tooth, the the tooth bracelet, what? huh? He was that small, you're right. So you know, he could not be a child at the moment. But uh, yeah, what were your, what were your thoughts? Um, I really enjoyed this chapter. Like like I really enjoyed Boruto as well. Um, but this. I don't know. Like it, it, it's really interesting to see Goku interact with his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked the cleverness in, in in the teleportation fight. You know, we cracked a joke about it, but it, it was. I thought it was well thought out. Um, by Goku, he took advantage of the fact that he, you know, was just following him with the instant transportation and not really mapping out where he was going himself. Mm-hmm. So he he used those two gags to kind of see like if he was really paying attention and when he realized he wasn't or yeah when he realized he wasn't he took it you know he transported him multiple planets away so that he couldn't just you know go right back mm-hmm. um to you know the initial planet where the first fight popped off at yeah smart as hell from goku i don't remember him ever doing some shit like that no yeah i fully agree with that um i he- I, I, I twice yeah, he's he's done that kind of before. It's far and few between, but there's like little moments where Goku like just like thinks outside the box uh, to defeat folks. Yeah. Um, but uh, were those all your thoughts? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I uh, my thoughts are along the same line. I do agree that like the I guess the biggest impact that this arc will have was actually that like Goku will have more of a interaction with Bardock becoming aware of him as a person at all. He didn't, I don't know if he really even knew his dad's name before this. So he's like 40 at this point. So like imagine not being cognizant of your father at all until you're 40. And then all of a sudden it's like your dad was here and he, he saved my life. And he's like, Whoa, I didn't, I didn't, oh. 
I've never even thought about it. The fact that I have my dad. Hmm. Huh. I'm his child. Children. Hmm. I have kids. <laughs> Anyways. Do I like them? <laughs> Do I like them? Certainly not as much as I like fighting. Yeah. Hmm. Definitely. Children. I get it. I get why he wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> he was fighting. He was fighting. He f- that was literally the last thing he did. He died fighting. Yeah, he died Goku fighting. Could only pray. Oh, well, he man. had died. Mo- he can't <laughs> get enough. I hope I. Why did Bardock go to Nami's realm? I hope when I die for real, I die as far away from my children mm-hmm. as physically possible. How come Goku got the halo and was able to return to Earth? That was like a a favor done by done for him by uh by someone i know that that was like actually an answered question uh when when he first died where they were like we did you a favor we kept your body like you we kept your physical form wow yeah and all his training applied because he ran across yes yes yeah yeah (laughs) okay it all counts I think if I think like his physical body was up there because I could I think they like literally it disappeared when he died and he it ended up in the sky. Oh. I could be wrong. <laughs> I was a child uh, last time I really actually watched Dragon Ball Z all the way through. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, I I think that's a pretty that's a pretty big deal for this series. Uh, it's one of the things I appreciate about Dragon Ball Super is that like they they try to you know add a little bit of lore into the into this universe as much as they can even though this wasn't Dragon Ball has never been like the most lore based story you know it's not a big expansive world in the same way as like One Piece is or you know other manga so you know it, it's nice when they try to inject it here and there when they, whenever they can and whenever it feels natural um, so I respect it I like it. Uh, that's that's really all I gotta say about Dragon Ball Super. Solid chapter overall. Oh, this is the audience voted really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Yeah, this was the uh, World Trigger was not far behind, but uh, this was like a narrow win, uh, and I can see why. This is, it was really good. It's a cool moment. Any other I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, solid, uh, solid amount of uh, chapters. From my ear to my belt. <laughs> um, it was pretty slick of code. Yeah, that was a. Uh, if you guys want to vote in the chat, you uh, in the in the um, poll, you can uh, check out our Twitter and in, uh, on at New Jump City and cast your vote there. We do a monthly, uh, chap good chapter of the week and a weekly one as well on Sundays when the when the chapters officially come out on Viz. So check us out on there. Uh, and I think that's it for us. Uh, did you want to do the question thing? Oh, yeah. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so we have a question from Sketchy Mike. Uh, we wanted to wait until we did a, uh, an American comic episode, but it didn't just play out this time. So real fast, uh, we will go through. He asks, basically, what is th- our favorite X-Men character, and what is, I guess, on an objective sense, the best X-Men character, which I guess he means the most powerful? 
or um, most impactful. But, you know, I guess uh, that's up to interpretation by us. Um, right. But, uh, Josh, what did you think? What What is your favorite X-Men character, and what do you think is, like, the objective best one? Okay. All right. My favorite X-Men character is now Cyclops. I used to think he was the corniest guy in the fucking world. But after the the champions um iteration of cyclops and how he's basically been like so stoic and and headstrong like in this new age of krakoa i fucks with him man he's like i i feel like i'm getting what what others got like you know in the 90s and 80s and shit with the comics like cyclops was no pushover like his beams is really fucking powerful he can incinerate wolverine mm-hmm. not his antium but his you know his body, his skin and flesh. Mm. So <laughs> that's, yeah, actually, pretty dope. that's pretty surprising pretty dope. to me. That's your favorite? I would never guess Cyclops. Yes, so I don't know. Who... He had I'm a really good moment in um... too many of the X Men. Gambit's cool. Um, it's not magic, that's for sure. I like Nightcrawler, but he's not that that crazy. Jean Grey's cool. Fucks with Magneto, of course, but he's not an X-Man. Um, I guess he means in general the characters. It could be anybody from... Oh, any of he them? He didn't say specifically who's your favorite X-Man. He said who's your favorite X-Man character. Damn. I, get, I, I could do mine. Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan, wow. Yeah. I like it. I'm not gonna lie, the best the best X Men related story I've ever read was uh, the, it, that Secret Wars uh, comic. Old Man Logan's uh, Secret Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, what what so, do you think is the best one? You don't want to give you your favorite first. I'll do my favorite. Um, Nightcrawler is my favorite right now. Oh. I don't know. I've always just vibed with him. I I like. Uh, I think his teleportation power is cool, but um, I think he's an interesting character. You know, um, I like uh, I like a nice lawful good character. You know, like a cool, charming, lawful good one. Uh, and uh, he's he's a pretty good one. Uh, I guess I just always vibe with Nightcrawler. Uh, so you know, there's that <laughs> for a long time. I think like X Men too. Like the X Men Two movie really sold me on Nightcrawler. It was like, that's my guy. Yeah, that's my guy. He's so he's cool in that. Dope. He's pretty dope. That whole White House invasion scene. Uh, I really want to watch that again because I don't know how well it ages with like you know how CGI is now, but yeah, I, I bet it's probably still pretty good. Oh, it's pretty cool. The atmosphere of it is really dope. Uh, the way they set it up, so all crazy. the lights go down, and everyone they know, like, oh shit, someone's here. Yeah, probably um, one of the best opening scenes of any superhero movie, really. Right. <laughs> okay. It'd have to be like an Omega mutant who was like the objective best. All right. I'm going to go ahead and say Storm. Man, there's a lot of X-Men characters that are fucking cool that I like. I had to... should have gave this more time. <laughs> we can. We can do a redo. Like, I really fucks with... um. Oh man, what's that character's name? 
Legion. Legion. Legion's dope. Apocalypse is well. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Once upon a time. He was cool once upon a time. Before he settled down with his family. A fucking family, man. (laughs) It'd be a a total beta I just want to go home. I just want to nah. go home and love my wife. He was a beta bitch for his wife. Because, come on, we all should be a beta bitch for our, for our wife when we need them to be. When we need to be. Yeah. Know? When we need to be soft and let them take charge sometimes. Yeah. But, no, it's the fact that she treated him with such disrespect. Yo, dude, that was it. the Will and Jada relationship of X-Men. Yo, <laughs> I was Genesis. Thinking, <laughs> shit. Listen, I don't like to talk on your relationship because I don't know I'm like that. Yeah. But like, based on what we yeah, know externally, names go, yo, it's just <laughs> like that. And he just takes them. He takes the shots, and he's like, "It's okay, my love. <laughs> I know you love me, and I love you, and I love the kids." <laughs> it was rough. It was really rough to see from Apocalypse because it's like, bro, you're not a human. You're a fucking purple external question mark with all that, you know, celestial technology. You're beyond regular people. You can't get a monk. You can't break down like this, Apocalypse. You're a pillar of masculinity. You have cool, weird swords that, like, curve weird. They were whack. (laughs) He has mad... He has mad abilities, but I'm gonna swing these swords and split the earth. Nigga, he... He was doing wild shit in the 90s. In yeah. 80s and 70s. I'm always going to just say 90s and 80s, bro. Because I know that was... It was like the what a time to be alive for X-Men fans. <laughs> I, was a, I was a child. What a time. You know they're coming out with a new show? You know they're coming back with that same show? The exact same one? Yeah, they're doing like that show for now. But updated. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Is it going to have no Krakoa stuff? Just that? I think it's just that show. But I don't know. I don't know much about it. Pretty lit. Yeah. Anyway. Gotcha. I guess uh, my best... I don't know, dog. It's It's got to be Storm. I mean, she's such yeah, a fucking... Said, objectively, probably Storm. She's got to be the... Because we did a lookup of her powers for some reason one day, and it was no, like... She took out the Avatar. Yeah, it was a death battle, right? Bro, that, that's tough. Spoilers, guys. Sorry. Hey, we said spoilers for everything, so... Yeah. We speak in our minds here. Yeah. But nah, man. That's not easy. Like... No, you feel me? You, 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 even, even, uh, your, your man from Full Metal Alchemist gonna take out an avatar, and he's really strong. Yeah, I mean, she's hey, up there, she's, she's up there on Mars, bare knuckle boxing with several Arakans. Yeah, <laughs> and, and creating space storms and all that. Listen, Magneto is a real one as well, but he's old, <laughs> he is old. We've, we've established Le- this. Le- X-Men we have a whole episode like, called Magneto is old. Just so people know. He is he old. Sh- Legion is so, an X-Men character. He's really strong. But so is like Zorn. Zorn and the other one. 
What about what? No, no. All right. The objectively strongest X Men character is probably um Jubilee. <laughs> I'm joking. The, the, the reality bender guy, the one that's in a crooked market right now. Jaffers, I think his name is Jim Jaffers or something. Jim Jaspers. Jaspers. Yes. He cannot be stopped. Yeah. No, there's like several even, um, reality warping mutants around, just scattered. Yeah, even that that uh Braddock dude. Yeah. Uh, can, you yeah. know he could he could fight him, but yeah, he ain't that nice. He ain't that nice it. with it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Magneto's he, a good candidate. Magneto's um, strong as shit. You know, he is old, but he's strong as shit. He's jacked at ninety years old for no reason. Yeah, he just he, maybe he has metal in his body. The, the iron. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not a biologist. So. Yeah, neither am I. Much less a mutant biologist. There's no way I could know. Sure. Maybe that's part he's of not, it. No, he has regular human, like, super strength. I mean, he doesn't look like, regular like, human. He's jacked, bro. God, I oh, wish yeah. I looked like that when I'm 76. <laughs> nah, I'm going with, with, with Jim Jaspers. Yeah, Jim Jaspers is a good one. I don't know. Let us know what you think, Mike. I actually don't know. <laughs> We're, our familiarity with X-Men only comes in the last, like, three years. Jean Grey is incredibly powerful, but you of know, course. she's kind of soft. Yeah. You know, I guess Jean Grey with the Phoenix Force is pretty strong. Phoenix Force isn't an X-Men character anymore. It's an Avengers character. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not an X-Men character anymore. It's, the Phoenix is Thor's mom. Like, the, the Phoenix entity is, is Thor's mom now. That was the last. They're thing doing a whole arc about it. I don't know if I that told was the you. Last thing we read, it, we read it for the. That was the last issue. You yeah. Wanted yeah, where they were like, "We're your mom," and then now they just announced that they're doing an event about how like the Phoenix is actually Thor's mom. Oh, they're really going into that now. Oh yeah, Jason Aaron's really digging his heels in, which is weird because he's written, he's written Thor for like four years. And this is the time that he's like the artist, bro. It doesn't match his story. What? That's the problem. Wait, what? The artist, the artist doesn't match the story. They have several artists. Listen, man. No time since I read it. That how was that? Uh, World World War She Hulk. I didn't finish event. it. I mean, I I also fell off of the Avengers run. You and, bought those? You I lied. You got you did get some issues past. Yeah, I just didn't I'm, read them. Um. I have some issues of World War She-Hulk, and, you know, I don't know, man. I guess it's just, like, I faced the facts. It wasn't really grabbing me all that much. Jason Aaron's run is, like, not stellar. No. Mm. I'm much like Spider-Man, the spider Well, you, I mean, you we fought for it, bro. We did. We, get, we, we fought our case for it. Every time it came up, we were just like, if you're new, you might. All right, what about it? Jason Aaron's Avengers or Scott Snyder's Justice League? Scott Snyder's Justice League. That's Scott Snyder. The, the, yeah, it was Scott Snyder. The guy yeah, the shown one. in based Justice League. Yeah, that was Scott Snyder. Which, which, what run do you think was better? Uh, Scott Snyder's. Same. 
Yeah, it was pretty easy. It wasn't stellar either, but it was it had its. It was dope good. Moment. It was good. I like what it was trying to do. Yeah, it went on really long. I think that's the thing. Because then it tied into like Dark Knight's metal and all that stuff, and it was like yeah, it did. And then the whole it got thing to be with a the lot. Lead, uh, I didn't like that. What's her name? Galaxia. Yeah, DC is on some shit right now. I really don't know what's going on. Like Perpetua, that was her name. They killed her though. Yeah, DC's on on some shit, man. Like Batman, like you know, um, Zdarsky's going to Batman, which you know we'll pick that up, I guess. But. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of interest in DC, which is a shame because of the two, it's like my favorite, I guess. Rebirth was a beautiful time. Yeah. The, the, it, it was it fire is, for a bit. It is crazy how Rebirth was like so good for a while and they were just like, never mind. <laughs> they took too long to, to get to the point. Certain things just like, yeah, so like Jeff Johns' Doomsday Clock was like delayed forever and yeah man they took tomasi they took tomasi off of superman and that was like the first big mistake where i was like why are you oh my god that was the original sin that that's you're right that's what got the dominoes to start falling Uh, yeah i mean if there's any fans out there that like really want like a good recommendation for good super superman run i think probably the best one i've ever read was peter tomasi's superman run uh, the, the other run was good. Action Comics was dope too. Um, the, yeah, um, I think Dan Jurgens wrote that for a while. N- yeah, that shit was on point too. Yeah, Dan Jurgens is Action and Comics. Superman Red uh, um, arc that happened that combined. Yeah, the two. They worked them. They wrote them that was together. Action Comics wasn't that? That was oh, both. No, it was they were, it was, yeah, it was tying into. Oh man, that yo that, Super that, Sonic. For the time, bro, I was really saying that now. Superman's probably my favorite character in DC. I would have never. I would oh, such a great run. Such a great run. I don't think anybody before What? And then we was and then we had um Super Sons um, friends. Super Sons. Super Sons, yo. The initial Super Sons run was awesome as well. There was so much to go, you know, we had a uh, this is probably polarizing to say because I I'm finding out more and more that people don't like Detective it. Comics. Yeah, Detective Comics was fire. I think that was um, also Tomasi. Oh I think that was God. also Tomasi. That detective. Huh? I think that was that detective run, comics run also Tomasi. Let me see. I don't um, know, man. All the way up to all the way up to to Clayface getting bodied. I was like, no, <laughs> man. B- rebirth run. The Rebirth era was truly something else. Uh, well, Wonder Wonder Woman was really good. Wonder Woman was, was going good. back and forth between the eras. That was really interesting. It was really good. Um, yeah, I, we we had a lot of comics, guys. That was those were good days, man. I'm trying to like sort it by uh, series or something. Um. Anyway, I'm not. Was Green Lantern good? Yeah, Green Lantern was I. In Rebirth? They had that whole arc where they where they try to revive the blue ring and, and Oh yeah. Was you know like what? nope. <laughs> he said, matter of fact, I'm gonna break that white ring. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, JK, blam. Yeah, he was like, Yeah, that that might fuck things up. I'm trying to remove hope from this. Yo, that was that was really fucking clutch, man. That was that was mm-hmm. that was hype. Yeah. Oh, eek hype. Yeah, that was a great that was a great era. 
you know flash was good they have so many good series but decent yeah rebirth was so good man pretty decent i think like i i don't think i've read as many dc books as that era um what else was really good there were other things man naomi started coming out there too huh didn't naomi start coming out during that time i believe so yeah yeah like oh, around justice yeah yeah it did a little bit later in the cycle yeah brian michael bendis came in and wrote uh varying degrees of comics of uh of quality of varying degrees of quality yo he's like super hit or miss man there's no balance it's true man like he'll, I'll always give him credit for like Ultimate Spider-Man. It's probably one of my favorite runs of comics ever. Oh, he he, Civil War, didn't he? Hmm. I think he wrote Civil War, right? He wrote Civil War two. Incre- oh, two. Yeah, he didn't write the first one. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I will never read that. You don't want to read Civil War? Two, no. Oh yeah, Civil Secret War two wasn't as good. Invasion or whatever. The f- no, not Secret Invasion. The shit where he turns into with Captain America was like secretly evil the whole time. That wasn't Hydra. Bendis either. Huh? That wasn't Bendis either. No, no, I'm just saying that was an incredible arc. We're just listening off fucking. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is our. <laughs> yeah, no, it's getting late and we're tired. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I guess that's our little American comics talk for for now. It's been a while since we actually talked. <laughs> we we, don't, we, we we'll yeah, get we, back we to it. I'm sorry, soon, guys. Yeah. Um, life gets in the way sometimes but we'll get there i promise um but with that being said devil's reign has been good the x books have been pretty i I will i will say this i finished devil's reign uh and i'm excited to talk about it actually so you know there's i need to but with that being said uh that was our show um thank you guys so much for listening as per huge you can find me at the chris espinal on twitter and instagram josh at jd cole underscore 37 on instagram at ny chillin with an en not an in on twitter Uh, that's Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow him on twitch.tv slash It's Punchline. Watch him play video games. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow us on Twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. And when we uh, do uh, our American Comics coverage uh, coming up soon, uh, we will do a very good issue of the week poll. Uh, you know, We might be behind on the next one because we're, we'll be catching up on some, some stuff, but... Uh, That'll yeah. be coming. Uh, you could email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, hit us up on there or in the comment section of whatever video you're watching, whether it's the uh, full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you every week. Uh, you can subscribe while you're at it. That would be super sweet. Uh, please do so. Give us a like. Give us a share. Let people know about us if you like the show. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on there. Uh, give us a five-star review on wherever you're listening from. That would be super sweet as well. Uh, the audio episodes usually come up first. So if you want early access to the episode, I guess uh, the audio version is where you get it. Uh, and I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening as per usual. Uh, and stay safe, New Jump Citizens. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening.